Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We know you've waited around all day for this Carrie and Tommy podcast to drop. If you're raising a glass to us, or any moment, big or small, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, welcome to it for your Tattoo Thursday. Yes. <laughs> it's an Irish tattoo day. Yeah, tattoo right? Thursday. Tattoo Thursday. I mean, it's is. such a great day of celebration. Is it? Your tat mm. looks awesome. <laughs> what? I, <laughs> I didn't I think, think if, it looks good anyway. If, if you have not heard uh, the lead up to what we did after the show last night, um, I was going to get a, uh, a Collingwood tattoo to celebrate their premiership win after the show last night. And I didn't think you were capable of what has happened. Mm, I am. <laughs> and I did. I came, I saw, and I got you a tattoo that I'm it's, very happy with. It's, yep. Yeah. 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 It, There's yeah. a lot to unpack. It's we weird. will unpack it later in it, the show. It's You'll weird. be able to see it then on our socials as well. It's weird that I'm strangely, um, I mean, I'm obviously hurt, but I'm strangely you hurt? Pr- proud of what you've achieved. Are you? You should be. Yeah, I am too. Great like <laughs> girl is back. Oh, <laughs> you'll hear that later in the show. But up next to kick things off, because I've got a great story from the UK involving um, police cars, involving an electric car, and involving a runaway. That's next. Carrie and Tommy. It is, but right now I want to take you over to the UK. Isn't it? Isn't it? Fully. Wait till the beat drops. Here we go now. Carrie, you in the rave? You in the rave? I'm here. Here we go now. Here we go now. Wait till it kicks in. Can when I it get kicks my in, cup of tea? up. Throw a cup of tea. Go. Go. All the kings is all the... And go. And go. Ooh. Um, Beckers, what is your one fear about electric cars? I mean, I've seen the headline for this story, okay. so I know what you're getting to. And I reckon it was one of the funnest headlines I've read in a long time. It is a pretty fun headline. but Do you I'm want gonna... me to read you the short version of no, what I saw? No, no. I want to okay. run th- people through it step by okay. step. Okay. Um, Brian Morrison, a 53-year-old over in the UK, was in his uh, £30,000, which is about 60000 bucks Australian, MG electric vehicle. Oh, I thought it was a woman. Interesting. That was no. my first assumption. Yep, you're sexist. Um, he <laughs> He was heading home from work at about 10 p.m. on Sunday. Ready? It's been a long week. I'm ready to get home, put my feet up, have a cup of tea, and then play the beat till the beat drops. And then um, <laughs> he noticed that uh, his car, his electric car, began fully driving itself at about 30 miles an so hour. So it's not a self-drive car. Nope. It's a. It's just, just an electric a normal car, electric car. But the car had taken over from him. And he was unable to drive it. And it was going, as I said, 30 miles, which is about 50k an hour. He noticed he was unable to use the brakes. (gasps) 
And so he, scary. he called the police. Um, was he going on like a freeway or something? He uh, No, he wasn't. He called the police. Sorry, one quick question. Did yeah. he have to steer? Or, yeah, like, he was able we, to steer. So yes. it wasn't steering for him. It wasn't steering for him. Okay. It just took over the accelerating okay. and, and locked itself on 30 miles an hour. Um, fun little fact. I did not know the police over there are triple nine. So if oh. you're in the UK and in any trouble, oh. like maybe the beat hasn't dropped and you're wondering where's the beat. <laughs> the beat's been stolen. Then you can give the bobbies a call. <laughs> um, he, he called the cops and he said uh, the cop's first instruction was to uh, turn off. Power the, down. Power down. He said when he tried to do that, um, all these fault lights flashed <gasps> up on the dash, went away, and they were replaced by a, um, a sign which said, drive safely, safely, stop driving immediately, even though the car was driving itself. They then said, try throwing the key out the window, <laughs> because often if the key is far enough away oh, yeah, from the car, it, it will work. shut down. So he put the window, he threw the key out, <laughs> and that didn't help. The car kept going and he said it's the first time the coppers had dealt with this issue and he said he was in back streets and so he was worried about pedestrians of he was course. worried he said there were people out at pubs and he didn't obviously want to hit anyone <laughs> and so then lucky he, it was only going at 50 and not like a hundred or something well the next plan they said um maybe you could jump out of the car because <laughs> you don't want to crash in. and he said he has mobility issues so he wasn't even oh. able to do that but also do you want the Car, I mean, I guess it's going to career into somebody whether he's in it or not. Yeah, yeah, and I guess if you're worried about the person in it. But then um, this was the plan, and they pulled it off brilliantly. So then he went through a roundabout, and he took it straight on, and so it bumped the car up and down, and which just naturally slowed it to about 15 miles an hour. And then waiting on the other side of the roundabout, there was a cop van slowly moving forward and they allowed him to crash into them and then they applied the brakes to stop the car. Oh, well done, everybody. That's like a bomb move. It is. I will now let you read the short headline. Oh, which was, I was kidnapped by my electric car. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? So, I mean, it's he, so frightening. They said they brought the mechanic out there and um, he ran the diagnostics on the computer in the car and he said there was just pages and pages of faults, but then they were too scared to turn it on to see if it did it again because then they didn't want start. to have a careering car on their hands again. Technology. Honestly, he, go back to the Flintstone days where we just drive them with our feet. When did know? we do that? <laughs> That's a cartoon. When did we do that? Did we ever do that in real life? Drive cars with our feet <laughs> and eat dinosaurs. A bit like a bicycle, but car. But you, what? That has pedals. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying. <laughs> do you know? Because in Flintstones, they run on the ground. <laughs> in fact, it makes no sense why they even carry a car around them. <laughs> actually, that's yeah, true. They're just why actually they carrying weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are they... Oh, it's a cartoon, Carrie. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a story. 13, 13, 10, 60. I want to know where you were, where, where you were stuck, where you were trapped. Because this man was trapped <laughs> in his own electric car. And it's better I, than where we were kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I wasn't mentioning that. Where were you stuck? <laughs> slash where were you trapped? Give us a call. 131060. Carrie and Tommy. Um, we're asking on 131060, where were you trapped? Because um, this man, uh, Brian Morrison, 53, mm. was trapped. He was kidnapped by his electric car. Yes. It just started driving itself. It, um, it trapped him in. He couldn't turn it off. He couldn't jump out. And so he ended up having to ram it into the cops who had come to help him. And then they needed to apply their brakes to make it stop. Great story. G'day, Jules. Hey, how you going, guys? Yep. Yeah. Good. good. How are you, Julie? Oh, look, a lot better than yesterday. What happened? Um, 
while, while I was going to feed the goats and the pony and I'd got some hay out of the greenhouse, taken it to the pony and fed him, gone back in to get some more and the door shut behind me and the little latch <gasps> I heard click and I was like, oh no, and I pushed the door and, and it clicked again and it was it was shut and I was stuck. What were you, so what were you trapped in, the barn? The, a, a, gla- a greenhouse, a hothouse. Oh, wow, because you know In my veggie that. patch. Yes. yes. Julie, um, are you like Carrie and do you, do you um, grow some um, uh, slightly more nefarious plants? <laughs> oh, no comment. So, okay. Um... Ooh, oh, you could have some rival. We'll chat after, yeah. Jules. <laughs> how long were you stuck, Jules, and how did you get out? Oh, look, I was there for about five minutes and I very stupidly rang my husband and said, please don't laugh. And he goes, okay. I said, I've locked myself in the greenhouse. And, of course, he just burst out laughing. I said, can you please come save me? He says, yeah, I'm on my way. If so, you um, hadn't, didn't have your phone, Jules, how long do you think before your hubby would have noticed you gone? Yeah, look, <laughs> I could have been there a while. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a worse question to say, how long do you think, before he realised and then how much longer after that before he got you out? Oh, that's No, no. He loves me. He come. He came and saved me straight. Well, my son, on no. the other hand, who was home, I didn't <laughs> ring him because I'd been with him and I didn't ring him and because he would have just laughed and left me there. <laughs> good, good on you, Jules. Jules got... is fun. Hey, Emma. Hello, how are you? Good. Where did you get trapped? I got trapped in a public toilet, actually. Oh, my God gosh how did it happen did the latch stop working it's one of the brand new built public toilets we were in a local park with some friends and obviously i went to the toilet i was in the middle cubicle and went to go out and it just did not unlock i couldn't go under the door i couldn't go over so i was trapped and i was trapped for about 20 minutes until the fire brigade came and got me out. <laughs> who, who noticed you were gone? Were you screaming out, help, help? Uh, my or children, did someone... they were out the outside and I was like, I said to my son, I think I'm stuck. And they were pushing, trying to kick the door in and it just wouldn't go. So we had some people come by. They tried to come and get me out. Oh. So I always I... think about those, um, when you're in the park, those new and those fancy toilets that close, yes. open and close on their own, how often they snap shut and yes. don't open. Is that, because my fear is not that. My fear is they open. Open when you're on, yes. the, on the loo. Yes. <laughs> but, but you're never doing that in there, are you? Nah. <laughs> in a public toilet. Hey, Emma, did, um, did I'm not. Sure. Emma. You can hold till you get home. That's what I tell my kids. Oh, em- don't, if you don't need to go, hold till you get home. I don't Ugh. use public toilets anymore. Em- well, <laughs> I was going to ask, did the fireys, did they say how often this happens or did they say this is our first ever public toilet? <laughs> when we were on the phone to them, they asked, can you go over the wall? Can you go under? They asked us what kind of toilet cubicle it was. And they, I think it was three fire trucks came and oh within about, that, I know, um, within about three seconds, they unlocked it. So they had a special little tool that they said these are for the new toilets. Oh, wow. So it must have yeah. happened before. Probably. Oh, good on you, Emma. Thanks, Sam. What about Ben? Ben, were you, where were you trapped? G'day, guys. Um, let me just paint the picture. I love lollies. Love lollies. Yeah. And I used to work at, uh, doing a contract work at Cadbury's. Yep. Yeah. And they said part of the um, induction was 
any taking of any lollies, you get the arse, basically. So oh. you know I to take lollies. So okay. part of my job was to go in this service elevator. And I was stuck in a service ele- elevator. My favourite lo- lolly, by the way, is jelly beans with that powder on it. I was stuck <laughs> yeah. in a service elevator with a, a, a trolley full of them with a, um, a young worker that um, from overseas didn't speak English for three and a half hours. <laughs> and I, I and how, how did you, re- did you resist? Well, I rang my boss up and he thought I, I'd done the runner. I'm, I'm stuck in the elevator and then they're all trying to get it open. They end up getting, because it was on a Sunday, they had to get some guy from Melbourne uh, or from somewhere, I don't know where, to open the elevator, but three and a half hours later. But I end up, uh, good story in the end, I end up getting a handful. There you go. Good. Well, oh, no, only no. a handful. I was you should have gotten like a Willy Wonka experience. You could go through and yeah. have whatever you wanted. Oh, well, they did. They did. Um, they did give me a a voucher for like fifteen dollars. <laughs> no, it, oh my god, three and a half yeah. hours in a lift, you get a fifteen dollar voucher. You would yeah, think, yeah, and it was um, summer too. It was hot as. And it, you would think. <laughs> give it another crack. Go on, go on. We're waiting. Give it to us. You'd think what? You'd think that you're done? I, I, I need a voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, and whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Now, uh, a bit later in the show because mm. um, we are going to talk about my tattoo. Or, the big reveal. Yes, which it shouldn't be a reveal. It looks so good. It, sh- <laughs> it shouldn't be a reveal because um, I, I said it on air what I was going to get. There was going to be a slight tweak to it, but I didn't realise the tweak would be this big. Yes. You'll find out. I pranked you big. You'll find, yeah. find <laughs> out. You'll find out. Thank you. No, thank you. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. When there's something in your life that you really like, you say thank you. Thank you. But if there's something going on that can take a hike, you say no thank you. No thank you. No thank you. Carrie and Tommy's thank you or no thank you. Oh, just very quickly, I didn't realise I'd get to do it this, this early, but a quick no thank you to one Carrie Pickmore for getting her meddling hands involved in my tattoo. A big thank you to the awesome guys that did the tattoo at Umbra 2. They are awesome. Yep, we'll see them later on. But right now, I've got to say a big no thank you to dance schools, specifically kids' dance schools. Well, stop trying to enrol. I was talking to a friend today <laughs> who has her kids' dance concert coming up. Mm-hmm. And the fees for the concert per person have gone from uh, $50 per person to come and see their child in mm-hmm. a dance concert to $130 per person. Whoa. Because her kids are different ages, mm. the concert starts at 9.30 and she still needs to be there at 6.30 at night. Whoa. Oh, 9.30 in the morning. Yes. It would Jeez. be a late start for a kids' concert at yes. 9.30 at night. Yes. And she has to buy the costumes on top of that. Yeah, but if they're charging that much for the tickets, she's got it. It's a it's a private school, obviously. It's not. It's just a local dance school. But it's a dance school. This a, is what a, they, some a, of them do in a in a well to do area. No, just in a normal area. A normal well to do area. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Nah. 
<laughs> okay, I didn't know we were adding buzzers. Can you know, I, at one point can in I my get life, mine a go? <laughs> at one point in my life, I thought about running a dance school. <laughs> yeah, well, now that you know how much money you can make. I know, because when I um, finished school, I used to go back to my school in the afternoon mm. on a Monday and teach little kids how to do dance class. Yes. And I used to think, this is fun. I could do an entire dance school out of it. Because there is an old saying, can't do, can teach. <laughs> but I used to charge $15 for the full term. Did you? <laughs> per kid. That's what you get when you... It wasn't kid. enough. <laughs> How many kids did you have? Oh, like 20. Oh Just my. me and 20 kids. That's... It was a real free-for-all. <laughs> <laughs> um, 13, 10, 60. If you want to get involved, we're doing thank you or no thank you. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. That you really like You say thank you Thank you <laughs> But if there's something going on That can take a hike You say no thank you No thank you No thank you Carrie and Tommy's thank you Or no thank you So I gave you the example of dance classes A big no thank you to kids dance schools The in, concerts in go too areas. long Your kid's on for like two minutes But you've got to sit there for four and a half hours That's how they get you yeah, my friends' tickets have gone from fifty bucks to a dollar, one hundred and thirty, not a dollar. What do you mean they've gone from that? As gone in they, up in a year from fifty dollars an adult to one hundred and thirty dollars. Did they decide they got better at dancing in that year? No, I reckon they've gone. This is a great money making yes. exercise. Oh, Shannon. Shannon owns a dance studio. (laughs) (laughs) My my no thank you is a rebuttal to what you said. (laughs) Shannon, is it is your dance studio in a well-to-do area? Oh, look, I'm actually in a regional area, but, mm. I mean, we're not charging $130 a ticket. How much are yours? Is, um, okay, so you're looking at 30 to 40 like for... That's right. um, It is, but I think people don't realise the cost that we incur. So when you rent a theatre, they charge us right down to the battery in the microphone. We've got to pay a cleaning fee. We've got to pay the staff. We've got to pay all our insurances and stuff. And I know that people are like, oh, dancing's expensive. But the things that we have to pay out to run the school is just as expensive as what, you know, it, it costs versus what the charge Here's of the a question, are. Shannon. Yeah, if you did a survey of parents, do you think mm-hmm. most parents really care about three times a year having a, like, end-of-term performance? Because I reckon they would forego that and then you wouldn't have to worry about those costs. <laughs> no, look, they do want to see what their kids are doing in class. Do they? I mean, oh. we don't, Shannon, Shannon surely it's, sure it's a money-making exercise, Shannon. You know what? I wish it was, and then I wouldn't have to work three jobs while I run my own business. I really do. Okay, like, here's another question, say, Shannon. Yeah, talk to me. <laughs> Should there be a rule that you only have to come to the concert bit that your kid's in and then you can leave? No, because then all the other kids uh, are playing to no one. That, well, yeah, life's yeah, like yeah, that, you know? No. No. <laughs> okay, this is the school of hard knocks. That's what you should have caught your video, Gary. Like, or half, like, up a half-time break so that you're in the first half and only the parents uh, and the kids in the first half come and then you switch over. So your time's, what, like 40 oh, minutes, and then you max. could double sell the yeah, seats. Yeah, look, the, the problem is is that you've got kids that do multiple classes, so you no. have to spread them across to give them time. It's, it's a strategic thing, Gary. We've got to sit oh. there and work out how much time kids need to get changed. Some kids are doing 13 routines. You know, they're the, the good dance. That's about it. But you've got some kids that do one. 
That kid that does one should not be there. Also, the kid, the kid that does 13, that's a regional dance call, isn't it? It's like, all Nothing right. Nothing else to do. T- Terry, I'm sorry, but you are playing 13 different roles in this play because we've only got four of you. Good on you, Shannon. You. Good luck with your studio. What about Omar? Omar, what do you want to say thank you or no thank you to? Oh, I, I had a no thank you about a about something else, but I'm going to change it. No, a big no thank you to Carrie and Shannon for taking too long. I've been yeah, waiting. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree, Omar. Yes. And, and you guys are taking so long. You want to solve your business ideas right here on Okay. <laughs> well, Omar, I want to say a big no thank you to you with an F because you don't get the segment. If you're going to call up, oh, it's F, oh. not T-H. It's not thank you with a can, T-H, can, it's with an F. Can I have a second with oh, Omar? Okay, Omar, yes. it's yes. to, it's Tommy here. Um, mate, I couldn't agree more. We've, I've talked more about dance schools than I ever cared to. I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to hear your other one. Well, here you go. Taking that carry is such a great driver. I've got one of them. So a big no thank you to the people who start changing lane as soon as they indicate, thinking they have right away. I agree, Omar. Get carry. <laughs> She's gone oh, quiet. Whilst I'm here, I'm going to call you Kerry and not carry. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done to you, Omar? You took too long. <laughs> well, I didn't have like you ever been to a dance you. school, Omar? <laughs> well, Do you, can you dance, Omar? Oh, I can't. <laughs> Neither can carry it. Okay. <laughs> yes, Omar. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> Rose, save me. Oh, oh, can we just bring Omar back for just no. for one second? Just for one second. Just Omar, just I'm one here, final I'm thing. Here. One final thing before you go. Can you give me a what's up? What's up? <laughs> Carrie, you want to have a go? No. Okay. Rose. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Yeah, good, Rose. Rose, can you give us a WhatsApp? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say thank you or no thank you to, Rose? Oh, a, a no big thank you today. I went to change uh, my, you know, your remote um, key for your car. Well, it yes. needs, got low battery. So yes. I went to go and change it, and the guy goes $25. I said, well, that's a rip-off. I said, last time it cost me 15 but, you know, that's fine. And he goes, oh, well, I'm not going to change it because you've complained. I said, no, no. What? I said, I need it changed. I said, I can't start my car. And he goes, no, I'm still not going to do it. And I said, oh, my God. I said, he goes, you're going to complain either way. I said, well, it doesn't matter. Then do it. He goes, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> anyway. So I said, I'm, I'm going to pay you. I don't want it for free. And I said, I know you can get a $3 battery. And, you know, if I knew how to open the stupid thing myself, I would, right? And he goes, well, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it, Gary, but I think you miss Omar, don't you? <laughs> Gary and Tommy. We finally get to talk about Tommy's new tart. Mm. Which I love and he hates. No, 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 you don't hate. You just weren't expecting it. It's just a lot to talk about, but we're going to do that coming up. I was a trickster. It's time for Bickmore's Bits. Here we go now. So $60 million Powerball's coming up. Ooh. Uh, and I thought I would let you in on what the luckiest numbers are, the luckiest lottery numbers in 2023. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, um, which is today, <laughs> is yeah. when the $60 million Powerball's <laughs> up for grabs. Is it tonight? Yeah, it's read your the story news. before, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> One in six Aussie um, adults, they reckon, will have bought a ticket mm-hmm. in the Powerball. And the most frequently drawn winning numbers are 17, 7, 3 and 9. They're the most drawn. And the ones that aren't that, drawn very often. Yes, they, they, they are the ones you need. 31, 33, 
34 and 15. 31, 33, 4 yeah. and 15. So they're, they're the mo least frequently drawn and the most frequently drawn numbers are 19 and 2. Yeah, don't pick those. Yeah. They've had their time in the sun. <laughs> anyway, good luck. I understand probability. Mm. Next, um, next story, Carrie. Yeah, I've got something fun mm, for you. You great. can go to Britain and do a degree in magic. Can I? Mm -hmm. A British university is offering a degree in magic. They've said there's been such a surge in people interested in witchcraft and ritual magic. And oh, what's a, What's occult science? <laughs> yeah, same stuff. Is it? Ugh. No, will it be taught? No, I uh, want to do card tricks and pull rabbits out I'm of hats. I'm sure you'll do that as well. They said you can do different, these are the modules you can do. The Western Dragon in Law, Literature and Art, or you can do The Legend Yuck. of King Arthur. Yeah. Or you could do, oh, you'll like this one, Philosophy and Psychedelics. Oh, that sucks. I mean, the psychedelics bit, but the philosophy. No, I reckon one you would get to, to do some other. tricks. What, there's philosophy and there's psychedelics. No, the psychedelics, no, psychedelics into and, the yeah. philosophy. Yeah. yeah, sitting around a circle. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you know, in the, all the magic world, they like to sit around in, in the circles. magic world. <laughs> <laughs> like Harry Potter? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, I was remembering. They're sitting no, around in circles. Ouija boards. You Ouija know, boards. Ouija. The afterlife. Don't they sit yes. in circles to do that? I, no? Yep, I don't yep, know. They might. I'm not into any of this stuff. In fact, when I go past crystal shops, it gives me a heebie-jeebies. Because of what you've done with them in the past? No. <laughs> Ever since I was here, for some reason, it, they make me feel funny. It's the smell. Because the, sm the crystals smell. No, those they stores, do they do, because they've got yeah. incense in them and stuff. <laughs> anyway, I want to show you um, the, I don't know if it's cute or disturbing, yeah. but it's a video I saw this morning of two polar bears making out. Now, I've seen animals, we've all seen animals going at it before, you know, doing like they do on the Discovery Channel, you know, or animals get it on. I don't think I have, but obviously we watch different shows. Of course shows. you have. have Surely I? you've seen videos of animals mating I saw, before. I saw two birds once. Dogs? No, I haven't. I've never seen two dogs going. I've seen dogs hump Doesn't, things. It's very funny. But David Attenborough wouldn't, don't they? <laughs> what do dogs hump David Attenborough? <laughs> or do you mean if I watch David Attenborough going? Surely at it? on David Attenborough's shows, there's animals going at it all the time. Anyway, I've never in my life mm. ever seen animals kiss. Like hash. I didn't know animals actually did that. Check out these two polar bears. Watch them. Literally pash. They're making out. They Look at them. Oh, we got the sound effects. Look at them. Oh, they're, they're literally tonguing each other. They're brothers. Yeah, I didn't know that bit until like a little while ago. They're brothers. But they're not getting it on in the sexual sense. They're telling each other they're hungry. Are they? <laughs> Apparently that's how they let Thirsty each other know too. that they want something <laughs> to eat. <laughs> yeah. That is Disgusting, Carrie. <laughs> Their mouths are all like foamy. foamy. It it's says like... they apparently smooch to ask each other if they want to share a snack. <laughs> is that? I mean, that'll get you fired. Don't do that at work. Oh, yeah, no, I'm... well, don't do it with your brother either. But anyway, is cute oh. or disturbing? What do you think? It's uh, disgusting. They're, they're, it's a lot of tongue. It's a lot, isn't it? Is Have it, you seen animals you're too excited before? about this? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and, and she was just about to say, watch it again. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, but it's not Carrie and Tommy this afternoon. It's Prank Girl and Tommy. Yeah. If you've heard throughout the week us say um, that Tommy was going to get a tat to mark his team's grand final win at the weekend, mm. you would have thought, I'm sure you thought, well, he's not just going to get a normal tat. 
No, I was going to get a funny tat and I was going to reveal it to you guys. Oh, well, you didn't get a chance because I had other ideas and yeah. I thought, let's make things a little interesting. You'll yeah. hear what unfolded last your tat mm. in the next few minutes. Um, I'm very happy with the result. Um, keen to hear your thoughts. And it was not just me. It was um, also uh, joining in on the Collingwood tattoo bandwagon, um, your bestie and Mad Pies fan, Romani. We do that all next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Thursday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, and it's time. It is time. <laughs> See, Bickmore. <laughs> um, of course, we need to start with it wasn't just uh, me getting a tattoo. Of course, Collingwood has legions of fans out there who are, who are eager to get a pies tattoo to celebrate the win on the weekend. Um, would you say none more eager than than a queen? I skin? don't think I know a greater fan than my friend Romani. <laughs> Shout out to Romani! <laughs> Welcome, oh, Romani is here. It is D Day for you to get your first ever tattoo uh, in celebration of your footy team winning the grand final at the weekend. How are you feeling? Ah, uh, very nervous but excited. Um, just want to get it done. Need to get it done now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you most nervous about? Uh, the pain. I hate needles. Uh, it's nothing like a needle. I hate needles. It's honestly nothing like a needle. It's more like a scratching. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So get that out of your head. That's fine. And okay. I can second that because, you know, I'm fully tatted up and right. it's nothing like having needle. It's like a scratching. Have okay. you still got your full back done or did you get it removed? No, it's, no, it's halfway. Yeah. It's a long process. You know, you've got to lay there for hours. Yeah, that's right. I've got to have the time for yeah, it. Yeah, it's... Not getting any back tattoos today. Where are you, you going to get your tattoo? Um, forearm. Your mm-hmm. forearm. Yep. Romani, they do say that tattoos are very Moorish and after you get one, you tend to want to get more and more. Do you... um? Do you think there's any chance that this will be the start of a full 100%, sleeve? 100%. Yes. Oh, yeah. you think? Yeah. You get more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, this start is awesome. My journey. Thank you, Karen, for the show. Your hubby is sitting outside the studio. How does he feel about it? <laughs> He's Very shaking. jealous. Uh, I think he's mortified that I'm more than getting a, um, getting a Collingwood tattoo. So, um, yes, he's very mortified. I love the text you sent me that said, I said to Jace, which is your husband, that I'm shitting myself. His response, just don't embarrass the family. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to faint. That's how I've been feeling oh, all day. Actually, uh, yeah. this is so exciting. It is exciting, but yeah. Oh. But you've, you know, you're, you're Well, you're getting them up. together. Tommy is getting one as well. The mm. only reason you've agreed is because you're both going to get one in celebration of the pie. Have mm. you agreed on what you're both getting? Uh, Romani, I have seen your design. It looks fantastic. Um, I am keeping mine a secret. Oh, why? Because you'll see it once I it's thought you done. were both getting like Premier's 2023 no, or we something. we decided matching tattoos, Romani's own words. <laughs> now nah, that'd be weird. Actually, that is weird. <laughs> and I've already got matching tattoos with, um, with two people. One, I still remember his name. And his dad, I don't remember his name, <laughs> and I have never seen them since. Okay, so that's, well, I mean, hopefully you'll see Romani again, but that's a good yes. idea. It would be weird for you to have matching ones. Okay, you're both going to get them done. Get ready to um, take your seat, Romani, and let the tattoo journey begin. Yay! Even though she went, yeah, you can tell she was so nervous. So nervous. And She's texted me so many times today. <laughs> and I was worried that she would pull out. I thought she might too. I kept saying, you know you can, you're not being forced to do this. But she went through with it. She um, was amazing. Didn't I saw her not flinch once, and then she came back and joined us in the studio. Well, this is exciting. Oh, she's smiling. That's a good sign. <laughs> I know. I didn't hear any screams coming from the other room, did well, you? Well, I didn't, no. Uh, Romani, my first question is, um, was it painful? Mm, 
No. Did you drink a bottle Good. of scotch before? No, I had a bottle of water. I love how you said you had a bottle of scotch and then it was one of those little bar-sized <laughs> bottles. <laughs> You're imagining a full, like, yes, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Pip. I just, got to, I just, I know you just said it wasn't painful, but before when um, you were asked rate the pain out of 10 and you said seven. I did say seven <laughs> because at the beginning it was painful, but you just get used to it. Oh, look oh. at her now. Oh, you just get When's used the to next it? one, guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see it. You've got a um, tattoo to mark the win of your team on Saturday. Yep. Uh, show us your tat. <gasps> oh, my God, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so pretty. I thought everyone else was going to clap. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> she said it's the first of many. Yeah. She's going to get a full sleeve. She'll be in prison by next week. <laughs> um, so but that wasn't probably the most interesting thing that happened during the tat session last night. No. I didn't expect it to be as interesting as it was. Yeah, but prank girl, that's me, had a plan. Because I was next on the tattoo table and we'll play that next. Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for your drive home this afternoon. If you have just joined us, um, last night we stayed after the show and uh, your bestie Romani and I, we're going to get Collingwood tattoos. We've just heard Romani get an amazing tattoo from the boys at Umbra who do fantastic work. It's beautiful. They do do beautiful work. And, um, and then it was time for me to get my tattoo, which um, I wanted to be a surprise from you. So I didn't want you or anyone else to see it before it started. So it's happening. So I'm on one side of the studio and you're on the other, Mr. Little, because I'm not allowed to see what you're getting. I finally get to lie down at work, though. That's nice. It is. So you're yeah. getting something on the, your leg, your ankle. Where's he going with over there? Uh, I'm not sure because we've chosen to make it a surprise for you and me. What do you mean? I don't mean, you know what you're getting? I know, I know what I'm getting. I just don't know exactly. I'll be about to feel exactly where it's going. Ah, oh, okay. You're yeah. going to have your team on your body forever. You can't switch codes or sides now. No. Do you think Sonda feels like that after she got a Carrie and Tommy tattoo and then left the team? <laughs> what do you think? Have you got any guesses? What you're going to get? Yeah. I thought you were going to get, what was it? Um, flag, flagpole. Flagpole. <laughs> what if this is an elaborate prank, Carrie, and I'm just getting a picture of your face? Imagine that. You have to walk around with it on your ankle. Yeah. At least I'd be able to see it, but you wouldn't be able to see it. And then I go join Sonder at no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it wasn't a picture of me. No, it wasn't. Um, it also, I thought I was doing the reveal mm. to you guys. Mm -hmm. um, little did I know you'd all been toiling away behind the scenes. And in my effort to hide my tattoo from you, um, you'd managed to also have it hidden from me, yeah, and what you're about to hear mm -hmm. is the moment that the voice changes to tell me the tattoo's finished from my tattooist's voice to um, a man who you just heard recently on the show. Yeah, well, I, I, you were getting a Collingwood tattoo to mark the team's yeah. win, and I thought, why not and, get and one of their great players Yes. They may not have played on the weekend, but that's yes. okay. And, and because I was facing the other way, I absolutely did not see the switcheroo of my tattooist, Ben Smith, from Umbra, to Brody Grundy. Okay, you, are you finished, Benny? Yeah, looks good. Surprise! Give us a look at your tat, Tommy. Oh, no. 
I must admit that was the first time um, I've I've had someone request that tattoo. It's 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 honestly it's the first time I've requested. <laughs> okay, or? so before you reveal what you actually got, what were you going to get as a tat? I was going to get flag so, pies. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. Twenty twenty five, and be optimistic. Okay. About a three P. And instead, what what tattoo have I organised for you to get, and by who? Um. Now it just says Brody Grundy 2023. <laughs> and I believe, because I was talking to my tattooist through a little bit of that, um, I believe Brody may have just finished it off at the end. Yeah, yeah your people reached out to my people and, um, yeah. Magic we, might, we might have something going yeah. forward, I reckon. Can I just check? I can see your um, speed dealer sunnies on your head yeah. because this was a result of your eye surgery. Yeah. Um, did your eye surgery make your tattooing better or worse? <laughs> um, I reckon it's um, been pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I am happy with the work. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? How do you feel? I love it. I reckon we should have 2024, and I do some good shit in 2024, and then we'll call it square. <laughs> who are you? Who? Uh, I mean. It depends who you. Gonna Where be. I'm gonna be. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the elephant in the room. As I went to say that, I'm like, don't yeah. talk about anything trade related. And so I just went. I just paused. Can yeah. you? When can you talk about anything trade related? Uh when does that start? Next week, I think Monday. Okay, well, so we'll see you back. Brody Grundy can be a weekly segment on our show. So thank you so much. Do you know what actually was going on during my head? Because the tattoo went too quick for what the tattoo I wanted. Oh, and, you were onto and it. And in my head, I thought if they've put West Coast 2018. Oh, my God. Oh, I, they're not that mean. I would have been spewing. And then I thought, no, there must be some ethical tattoo related rule. <laughs> so we also had a chat because Brody was a bit worried because he what? didn't think you'd want that on your body. And I said we had this whole chat last time where we got uh, – was as a joke, got Sonder tattooed on you and then we didn't get Sonder tattooed on yes. you. And you said, guys, I would have loved you to have put the wrong thing on my body. So I assured Brody that you uh, would not care to have his name on you. You'd love it. Times change and feelings change. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brody, I'm very happy to have your name tattooed on me for life. Um, there, is one, there is one slight rule, though. Obviously because I have your name tattooed on me. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? I mean, Benny's set up. And oh, no, 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 Have you got any tats, I'm Brady? A, I'm a tattoo clean skin. No For tattoos. any particular reason? Haven't found the right guy yet. I actually, <laughs> I actually <laughs> wanted to uh, to get a flag pies tattoo once upon a time. Yes. A uh, flag pies. Just as well you didn't. Uh, that would have been nice. Hey, uh, it won't be my first. It's fair because you got, how many do you have? A few. Yeah, yeah a few. Yeah, like 15, 20. Maybe if I rip the band-aid off at some point, actually. So at some point, will you commit to getting a Tommy Little tat? Maybe like a TH or something. <laughs> something small where you can't see. <laughs> I'll, I won't say I'm open to possibilities. Oh, come on. That's how you're talking trade as well. Also, what is also. this? Could you just confirm something? Yeah. But also, a- if you're open to possibilities, I mean, I've got my name, your name tattoos on me. You better be 
and open to possibilities. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Broads. Um, I don't know what I'm thanking you for, but thank you. Thanks, thanks <laughs> to Ben, ben from Umbra as ben. well. Thanks to the boys the best They're the best. They're the best. Yeah. Mm, I have. See, great result all round, everybody. <laughs> great day. <laughs> I, I have got so many questions about how this happened and how I went from being ready to shock everyone to getting really rocked to my core. Yeah. Um, can I interrogate you next? Sure. Because I reckon there were many hands at play and many people who I can no longer trust. That's well, coming up. If you do want to see Tommy's beautiful new tattoo, at Carrie Tommy Show on the socials now. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. David and Posh. No, Posh and Bex, David and... Victoria. Victoria. Yes. <laughs> Trying to get what pair name we should go with. Anyway, yes. they have done what nobody thought they would ever do, and that is open up about their entire life together. They've done a Netflix series. Did it's like really a tell-all. Did you think they would never do They that? are notoriously private. They do not speak about any of it. Really? Yes, and they've spoken about it. I'm going to tell you all about it a bit later in the show, Great. but I wanted to give you a little taste or a little tidbit. Do you mm. remember the whole Rebecca Lou's uh, alleged affair scandal? No. Yes, it was when Bex was accused of having an affair with his aide, Rebecca Lou's. A friend came out, a friend of hers came out and did this tell-all. Anyway... It was horrible because the world then turned on her and she became like one of the most hated women in the UK. Well, you win some, you lose some. But this is Victoria Beckham <laughs> talking about what she <laughs> describes as the most unhappy time she's ever had in her entire life. A hundred percent. It was the hardest period for us because it felt like the world was against us. And here's the thing, we were against each other, if I'm being completely honest. You know, up until Madrid, sometimes it felt like us against everybody else but we were together we were connected we had each other but when we we're in spain it didn't really feel that we had each other either and that's sad yeah and david goes on to talk about how uh victoria is everything to him and to see her hurt was incredibly difficult uh neither of them have confirmed or denied what happened but they just said they got through it together they had to rely on each other it was the worst time um but yeah that they, they've, they've remained married all those decades later just one question because you described their netflix um show as being a tell-all and then you said they neither confirmed nor denied what happened so it's a tell some Tell some, and mm. I'll tell you more a bit later. Okay, yeah. but up next, um, I have so many questions about the amount of people that were involved, about how long in the planning, about in which part of the day the execution happened of my tattoo prank that um, I now have for life. Anyway, we'll talk about it next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little. And if you haven't had a chance to go and see Tommy's new tattoo at Carrie Tommy Show on the socials. Mm, not the tattoo was I was expecting because, um, Carrie, you stepped in and pranked me. And um, the tattoo I thought I was getting um, it was going to say Flag Pies 2023. Instead, it says Brody Grundy 2023, <laughs> which I'll grant you is very funny. It's very funny. I love the whole thing. I've just got questions. Sure. Because Shoot. I just don't know how it worked so perfectly. Because when I was lying there getting tattooed, I honestly thought in my head, I wish I could have played a hand in this because I would have played a prank on Tommy and I would have got it to say West Coast 2018, which is... Oh, uh, is that the, who you lost to? Yes. And, That's and then I too. thought, no one in the team has the gumption to do that prank. 
And what, so the what, fact what that bit it, about that prank do we not have the gumption for to change the tat or to put West Coast on there? Um, to, no, no, to change the tat, and because it was just things. So I thought I was reviewing actually a funny tattoo to you. I mentioned flag pies, but then under the twenty twenty three, I was going to get twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. Nobody knew about that, and that was my joke that I'd planned. Well, we did know about that. Oh, because ben, my because earlier in the week yeah. we had come up with the Snitch. prank and then you were like, <laughs> oh, no, I've got this prank. though. Oh, not a prank, but I've yes. got this reveal. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make it funny. Um, and we were like, damn it. And so then we had to go behind your back and have some chats about your little but, funny thing to make sure you didn't do your funny thing. We got to do our funny but, thing. But so the thing that I guess I don't understand is because I was planning a funny thing, I made myself um, like – I didn't even check the stencil on my leg mm -hmm. because I needed it to be done quickly mm -hmm. before anyone could see. Mm -hmm. I didn't check the size in a stand-up. If I hadn't have done that, yes. would you have been able to get away with so it? So here's a few things. We had a lot of discussion. I don't know if you recall how many times this week we've asked you where you're getting your tat because you kept saying you were going to get it on your arm. And obviously, if you were getting an arm tat, you would see, see it being yes. getting done. So we kept going, oh, what about your leg? Maybe your ankle. And then I, oh. we were getting stressed. because. But yes. then when you decided that you were going to come up with a funny one, we thought maybe we could put a screen up or a sheet up to say, well, we don't want Carrie to see, so we'll also hide it from you as well. So Which that was our no plan. Sense. But then you agreed <laughs> to do it on your ankle. But then what happened was you were face down and you yeah. kept turning around. So we were getting a bit stressed that you were going to see Brody Grundy come through mm. the door. And so you you guys did distractions in front of me, which absolutely worked. But um, Web Guy Eli is willing to spill some beans, and um, which is very unlike him to immediately um, pipe up with gossip on everybody. <laughs> uh, Web Guy Eli, and I believe this. I believe this first bit because you have a savage um, way about you. Was this your doing? It was a bit of a collaborative effort, but I, so when Carrie initially approached us with the idea of getting you and Romani to do matching tattoos, and we knew that Brody Grundy could be involved, I was like, why do we not get Brody's name tattooed on Tommy Little and, um, and then surprise Tommy with it? And, and did some people get cold feet? There was one in particular. Mm, who was that? Her name is Carrie Bickmore. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think she goes Only by Frank Girl. Only. <laughs> <laughs> I think savage. <laughs> Frank L sometimes has little freak out moments, okay? <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. No, I just had a sudden thought because I originally said we should get Brody Grundy to do it. Um, but when, but, but we were work, trying to work out whether it was revenge. And I was like, the thing is, it's not revenge for you because the Brody wrong. Grundy thing was never, <laughs> it was revenge at me more than anything. And I wasn't the one getting the tattoo. So then we started thinking it through. And I I think I just got a bit Inception-esque. I just got a bit in my head. And then I started to think, what if you didn't like it? And obviously, as on-air partners, we have to make sure we keep each other safe on air. And I thought, what if we get on when, air? When did that happen? What do you mean? <laughs> I've got it always I've got happens. A I've got a tattoo on me. Yeah, I know, until this time. It's always <laughs> happened in the past. Like in the past, we were going to get you a Sonder tat, remember, when she got the tat mm. of um, our names on her. Yes. And we didn't. And then you said afterwards, I wish you guys had done it. It would have been funny if you'd done it. And so yes. I thought about that and I thought, I think you won't hate me if I do this. Of course this. not. Always make it funny. But I think but you should like the fact that I stopped for one second to make sure, would you be okay do with Do you know it? what the alternative was that Carrie was going to get instead of Brody Grunty 2023? What? BG. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you think that was the way to soften the blow? <laughs> <laughs> then I've got to go out and try and meet a girl. Belinda Gibbard. Gates. <laughs> no, just into the Bee Gees. <laughs> but I like that you've got a permanent mark there now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, it looks good. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's great. It is great. But I still am amazed that, that we I could genuinely, yeah, they could pull it off. And I, I wondered if you had an inkling something was going down. No, we were I all was, flapping about. I was honestly, I mean, this speaks volumes of A, my arrogance, um, <laughs> <laughs> but B, my cluelessness. I was lying there thinking, these idiots should have pranked me. It would have been, this is, yeah, I was thinking this is a great opportunity. That's why I was saying I wish I got to take part oh, in pranking me because it would have been great. It, you, you did excellent. Yes, but I, but this you. is what I want to talk about. It was the most perfect example of because I thought I was doing a joke reveal to you guys and it was going to be a bit funny and then I, I became the joke Don. Mm. The joker, prank boy, became the jokey. Joke. No? E. Is that it? Is that yeah. right? You know this has happened to you before again. Many times. When we did the dirt bike prank, you I didn't realise we had a prank and then you decided to go and break your ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Good content, though. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when I did the burnout with broken ribs and fell on them again? <laughs> oh. So when did the pranker become the pranky? Yes. When did you intend to be the joker and you became the joke Don? I'd love it. Please don't tell me I'm the only person in Australia that this keeps happening to. If this has happened to you, give us a call, 131060. Carrie and Tommy. 131060, when has the pranker become the pranky? Yes, I thought I, I thought I was doing a fun <laughs> joke tattoo and I was going to reveal it to the team and what did I know you had all colluded mm-hmm. with your ringleader, 1C Bitmore, to um, change the tattoo that I was getting done. And so my big reveal was to me. It was my big reveal. Yes. Was Ethan, that... were you the joker and became the jokey? Yes, I was indeed. Good. It's nice to have another one in the club, Ethan. Uh, <laughs> few too many, I think. Uh, <laughs> what what right. happened? Uh, so, like, there's two parts. So, m- one day I was eating pizza and I was sitting in my mate's lounge room and he's walked past me and he farted straight in my face. And I was like, you little, you know? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. you naughty, naughty boy. Like, how dare you? And then <laughs> I stood on it and a few days went past me. And one day I was just sitting on the lounge room. Me, my mate, and a bunch of his little friends were like sitting around. And I was like, I need a fight. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to brew it up for a bit and just, you know, let it soak in, make sure it's a good one on it. And he's laying down on this pull-out bed. And I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't hold it anymore. So I've jumped up, walked over, and I've acted like I was going into the kitchen. And as I've got part just to his head, I've just sat straight on his head and just just dropped a ripper on him. And, uh, yeah, it went went a bit south, and I followed through. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I still... But also, how, I don't think he becomes the yeah, I think that's the a really I think good the prank, prank is just still it's on be- you. I think it's better. Don't you think? Yeah. He got pranked, but at the same time, look, uh, you know, I followed through. So it's, yes. it's a bit yeah, you did have... Up. Yeah, but it's sometimes... Yeah, but sometimes you pay the price. Yeah. Sometimes you pay the price, Ethan, for a good prank. I reckon you've just committed to the cause. Yeah, well done. I like it, Ethan. Round of applause. That's I had to lot. say that because no one was going to chime in. Yeah. Laura. That's my crew. Is, your, is yours a fart prank? <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of. Not quite a fart prank, maybe a bit worse. We were out okay. camping. I was out camping with my um, twin brothers, younger brothers, um, and I got up nice and early and 
put the billy on so they could have a cup of coffee and they snuck up behind me and clung wrapped me to my camp chair and they put me on the back of the ute and drove me down to the dam where we were camped at and reversed and dumped me in the in this dam. So I was sitting in it, my in my pajamas, my hair wasn't done and they passed right next to a good looking bunch of blokes that were all there on a boys weekend and they left me. So these men had to come over and like unclung at me and they took me back up to camp. So I just sort of, I sit quietly and I sat quietly and didn't say anything for the rest of the, the day. And that night I waited until my brothers had had a few beers and I said to them, are you, are you ready for another drink boys? And they said, yes, please. I said, I'll get it for you. So I sat there and I waited until they'd finished their drinks and um, gave them a, Gave them a kiss on the cheek and said goodnight and threw the box of laxatives that I put in their beer. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Laura. That's so did you, funny. Did you, I'm assuming, because obviously when you're camping, you hear stuff from your tent. Did you yeah, hear the, the, mo- the moment of impact? <laughs> you do hear the moment of impact because those tent zippers are not very quiet. Oh. Laura's brother was Ethan. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. I've always been fascinated by uh, David Beckham and Victoria Beckham. Have you? Yes. Only because their marriage has lasted so long in an industry where the marriages are typically short. Plus, they've had so much stuff go on. There's been rumors flying around for ages, but yet they bunker down and they continue to stay together. And and there's been a lot of drama with their son, Brooklyn, lately that's made the news. So I've always been fascinated. Okay. And a new uh, Netflix doco has come out um, today, I think, on David Beckham, uh, his life. And it's heaps about him and Victoria. And uh, one bit is they talk about how when they first met, everyone was very worried about their relationship. His family particularly worried about what it would mean because he'd just begun his soccer career. My manager kept saying, try and keep it under wraps. So we would meet in car parks and that's not as seedy as it sounds. Classic. Life had become something different. We were worried that he'd lose all what he'd worked for because football come first and all of a sudden it wasn't. Okay, David. Big smile. It definitely didn't change me. We well, changed. There's no doubt about that. He <laughs> <laughs> changed. But the fascinating thing was I never really knew Beckham from a soccer kind of world. I didn't realise that um, he was to blame for England's World Cup, Cup exit in 1998. I didn't realise that apparently he lashed out. Is it Diego Simeone or Simeone or something? Oh. Anyway, he lashed out at him. They lost um, and were booted from the oh. uh, World Cup. And it st- sparked this enormous campaign of hate against him. He said they had death threats against them. They couldn't go anywhere when he arrived back into the country when they'd been playing abroad. He had people just chanting stuff at him. Um, and he'd found out the night before the game that they were pregnant with their first baby. And so then he played. And even before the game, apparently it caused a lot of tension because she was like, going to make it back for this baby being born and they were having fights on the phone then he went out on the field and so there was all this stuff happening right but he, they talk about how serious it got and he said that it, it he hit rock bottom yeah. he said he was so depressed because he felt like he'd let the entire nation down and then he could barely go anywhere without get like copping abuse i don't think i've ever talked about it just because i can't i wasn't eating i wasn't sleeping it took a toll on me that I never even knew myself. I felt very vulnerable and alone. 
They were getting kidnapping threats. And when they had their baby, he slept near the door because he didn't want anyone to come and steal the baby in the night. He was that worried about it. But Posh was talking about how she couldn't go anywhere. And this one day she went to see um, a game and fans were chanting these vulgar chants at her. They were they were chanting, Posh Spice takes it up the wow the back area. <laughs> And she said it was really embarrassing and really hurtful. And she said she remembers, like at a full stadium, all in sync, chanting this. And she sat down next to a lady and this poor lady could see it was her, the person that everyone was chanting to. And Posh said, you know, she didn't know what to do. And the lady turns to her and said, oh, do you want a polo shirt? Um, And she said, because what do you say when you sit next to someone and 75,000 people have been saying you take it off? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, she's really funny in it because she also talks about, so I didn't realise he then went on um, and he helped them win a game. So all of a sudden he came back into favour a few months later. But she was saying how um, it lasted for ages and it was really a tense time between the couple. But then she talks about how when they went to have their second kid or their third kid, um, she, she said to David, I've got the date for the Caesar. And she gave him the date and he said, oh, I've got to shoot on that day. And then she was like, what do you mean you got to shoot? And he said, I can't do that day. I've got to shoot with J-Lo and Beyonce. <laughs> and she says, as she said, like, are you serious? I'm about to burst. I'm on bed rest. And you're telling me you're going to go do a photo shoot with J-Lo and Beyonce. And um, she said she was feeling so self-conscious at the time about herself. And she said she had her C-section. He did go and do the shoot, right? Yeah. And she said she had her C-section. She says, I remember lying there, um, didn't feel at her most gorgeous. And she said, I remember someone showing me the front page of the newspaper, which was a gorgeous picture of David wedged between J-Lo and Beyonce <laughs> and the headline said, what would Posh say? And Posh says, let me tell you, I was really pissed off. That's what I would say. And she said, she went on to say to him, you're like, you got to make me your priority. Anyway, I just made me really like her, Yeah, but it was also really interesting insight mm. into what their life, how much they've endured together. Mm. I had no idea about those early So we're going to watch the doco, Big. I will. I mean, I've read a lot about it now. I was going to say, I feel like we just got it. <laughs> Follow Carrie Vinmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. That podcast with Carrie and Tommy was filled with big laughs and funny moments. And if you're looking to raise a glass to those moments, Liquorland has the drink to match. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Bye. Bye.